the actual hell is wrong with these self-proclaimed journalists who think it's okay to ruin a person simply because that person posted a funny video making fun of one of their exalted politicians like Nancy Pelosi, the Wicked Witch of the West Coast. Daily Beast, they used a significant amount of its resources to take down a man simply because he posted this slowed down drunk as a skunk video of Nancy Pelosi. Now, first of all, let's be honest, Pelosi doesn't need to be slowed down one bit to sound like a drunk idiot. But furthermore, people post stupid videos of people all the time on the internet. This was not some episode of meme wars collusion that required action from Congress and Facebook, the most powerful media company on the planet. No, the reason they did it is because the guy who posted it is a black conservative who <gasps> supports Donald Trump. And that is the ultimate threat to the establishment. A review of Brooks' personal fan page reveals him as an avowed conservative and a proud member of Trump's razor-thin African-American support base. Kevin Powelson writes in the Daily Beast, aha, aha, so that is what this is about. Donald Trump's razor-thin support base from the African-Americans. Quickly, though, I want to tell you about our sponsor, who today is Relief Factor. It's estimated that over 50 million people miss work due to pain. These Americans spend thousands and thousands of dollars a year to combat it, and 66% of people expect to live the rest of their lives with some pain. Here at Blaze Media, we've seen it help so many of our employees Relief Factor. We have thousands of people in the audience who tell us how Relief Factor has literally changed their lives and helped with their pain. Relief Factor is 100% drug-free. It was created by doctors. And what they're doing right now is they're offering a three-week quick start for only $19.95. It's like a trial pack. And 70% of the people who order this three-week quick start go on to order more. Now, Relief Factor has four key ingredients that help your bodies fight against inflammation. So please join me and get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start for only $19.95. If you're in pain, you've got nothing to lose except for your pain. So if you want to fight it, go to relieffactor.com. Get your trial pack, 1995. That's relieffactor.com. Okay, so apparently you can't post a video that's altered without having journalists come and try to ruin your life. Here's the video of Nancy Pelosi slowed down next to the original version so you can see how much it was altered, which isn't that much. We want to give this president the opportunity do something historic for our country. We want to give this president the opportunity to do something historic for our country. All right, so you got the altered video and then the original version. I mean, it's hardly the worst she's looked. I mean, I've seen her, I've seen her look a lot dumber than that. I mean, I can barely even tell the difference between the altered version and the verified version. And yet CNN's out there shouting, quoting a, a so-called expert, quote, the video has been slowed down by almost 75%. False. Maybe slowed down to 75% of its original speed, but it was not slowed down by 75%. You want to know what slowed down by 75% would look like? It would look like this. That's what it would look like. That's not what it looked like, though, because that's not what it was. I mean, CNN, imagine my shock when I found out that CNN published something that was not true. Can't believe it. No, Nancy Pelosi basically just looked like herself. And it's far from the worst. As I said, you don't need doctored video of Pelosi to make her look like homegirl struggling big time. 
Here's an example of real Pelosi. What's important is it increases the deficit when you add in interest on the national, uh, on the uh, tax cut for the cor corporate America to over two, uh, two trillion dollars added to the deficit. They want to pass this balanced budget amendment and which remove, which attacks. All along, the Republicans have fought to destroy those bedrock guarantees. Yeah, that's right. Get your bedrock guarantees, ladies and gentlemen. They're slipping before your very eyes. And that's just one of the many examples you can find of Pelosi bumbling and stumbling through her words. I mean, if you ask me, and that's their leadership, the Dems have a leadership crisis. But you know what it does? It helps quell the narrative that Nancy Pelosi is losing it if they make a big deal out of this one story where it did end up being a doctored video. Because then what they can do is whenever someone says, wow, Nancy Pelosi, is, uh, is she all there? It doesn't seem like it. They can say, ah, 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 remember that video was doctored. So they take this one instance and they make a big deal out of it because then they can say, oh no, you doctored the video. So what happened is this guy, a guy named Sean Brooks, and the reason why we know his name and we can say it is because the Daily Beast doxed him. So he took the video, the original video of Nancy Pelosi, and he slowed it down a little bit. Now, Sean is a blogger from the Bronx. He posted the altered video of Nancy Pelosi to the Facebook page called Politics Watchdog. And when he posted it there, it spread and it spread and it spread. And yes, in fact, it was shared by a member of the Trump administration, Rudy Giuliani. This video, the slowed down version, was quickly debunked as fake. And that should have been the end of it. That should have been complete. But it wasn't. Because Daily Beast comes along because you know what? They are worries, warriors for truth. Daily Beast comes along and they say, quote, we found the guy behind the viral drunk Pelosi video. Oh, did you find him? How brave of you guys, how brave. In fact, you wanna know how the brave crusaders at Daily Beast like this punk Kevin Powelson found him? Facebook ratted him out to them. That's right, that's how, they, that's how they found him. So if you think Facebook is protecting your privacy, think again, my friends. Because if you, if you slow down a video, all of the privacy settings you added, they're gonna be irrelevant if you share a video the establishment doesn't like. You make fun of the wrong person, you become a target. Also, if you think Facebook doesn't have a bias against Trump supporters, you're a downright fool. They'll rat you out in a hot second. If the, if the pseudo-journalist at the Daily Beast asks for the dirt on you, they've got it from Facebook. So first, Sean posted the video to his personal page, actually. Then 13 minutes later, he posted it to his news page. And then when Daily Beast asked for it, a Facebook official ratted him out to them. Quote, Brooks posted a very different Pelosi video to a Facebook page called Politics Watchdog, one of a series of hyperpartisan news operations Brooks runs. I mean, it's not even a news operation, this is his Facebook page. With help, he claims, they say. This clip had been altered to slow down Pelosi without lowering the pitch of her voice. The effect was to make it sound as though the Speaker of the House was slurring her words drunkenly while criticizing Trump. So basically, what it appears is that the Daily Beast, they went to Facebook, they said, who dare mock our Queen Nancy Pelosi? We shall make an example of them. We shall make them pay. And Facebook said, okay, here you go. Here's info from our private records to give you the story you want. Here it is, it was this guy, get him. And once they had their hands on him, they exposed his criminal record. They described him as, quote, a 34-year-old day laborer currently on probation after pleading guilty to domestic battery. So now this guy, Sean, he's out there saying he didn't even create the video. You know what? 
Whether or not he actually did create the video doesn't really matter to me. I mean, because it's a silly video. There's nothing inherently wrong with the video itself because people post funny stuff all the time to Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Like I said, does this really rise to an incident that needs intervention from the media and Facebook, the most powerful media company on the planet? No. I mean, I remember, remember when all YouTube used to be was like, it'd be like a politician giving a speech or a famous person giving a speech. And then it would be like, my fellow Americans, and then like some janky text would come on the screen. Some janky text would come up like, oh, excuse me, did so-and-so just fought on live television? And it was dumb. Sometimes you laugh, sometimes it's just stupid, all right? It's called the internet. But you know what, you do that, you make fun of the wrong person, you distort the wrong person and the journalists come after you. In reality, the internet is full of this stuff. I mean, where, where were these intrepid warriors for truth when a Fox News affiliate shared this clearly altered clip of Trump? Hopefully, we can rise above partisan politics in order to support national security. Some have suggested a barrier is immoral. Then why do wealthy politicians so that one on the right, that was clearly altered. It, it went live on a Fox affiliate. I mean, was the creator of that video doxxed? Was the creator of that video, was his criminal record exposed? Does the editor who made that video fear any backlash? The editor at the station who played it was fired, but the editor who made the video, is he worried about his safety? Sean Brooks is clearly concerned about public backlash and his, his safety. They admit it in the Daily Beast article. So why are they doing this? Well, we know why. They admit it in the piece. They write, quote, a review of Brooks's personal fan page reveals him as an avowed conservative and a proud member of Trump's razor thin African-American support base. That is why they are worried, because in reality, in reality, the margin isn't really that razor thin. They made great strides to emphasize razor thin in the article. And you've got blue checks tweeting about it, promoting the article on Facebook and Twitter because of that fact. In reality, some polls have Trump between 13 and 36% support among blacks. Now, some argue 36% sounds a little high, fine. But the reality remains the same. These numbers scare the living daylight out of them. And at the end of the day, are they really doxing people to make this world a safer and better and freer place and free of fake news? Or are they doing this because your skin is the wrong color? And we, as a media company, do not approve of whom you support. And therefore, we are going to punish you for supporting the wrong man. Make no mistake about it. That is what all of this is really about. And now for our out of the house story, a tragic shooting. I mean, all shootings, right? They're all committed by white men. That's just the truth. Well, when it's not a white man, by the way, you're not gonna hear a word about it. So a Virginia man went through three floors of the city municipal building where he worked using two legally purchased pistols to shoot indiscriminately, according to the police. He left 12 people dead and severely wounded several others. He was then killed by the police in a gun battle. Now, it's three days later, and the shooting is virtually out of the news cycle. Why is that, hmm? Why is that? This is the deadliest shooting since the one at the bar in Oakland, California. It's less than a month since the transgender shot up a Colorado high school. We still have no idea why the Las Vegas shooter did what he did, and yet curiosity about this most recent mass shooter seems to have waned. Weird, weird, right? 
Could it be? Could it be because the shooter's name was Dwayne? Could it be because the shooter was a black, middle-aged male who until the shooting was thought to be a perfectly nice guy? Could it be because of that? Could it be, I don't know, because he used two legally obtained pistols rather than the vilified, scary assault rifle AR-15? Could it be because of his place of employment was a gun-free zone? Could it be because nothing about the shooting fits neatly into the narrative constructed by the Trump-hating, gun-despising media and Democrat politicians? Probably all of the above. Let's be honest. You know, when the shooter posts a manifesto that even mentions Trump, like the one in New Zealand, it's all the media wants to talk about. The guy didn't even support Trump, but the media still had to wonder, what are we doing, going to do about the white angry males? What are we gonna do about this growing problem? USA Today, Donald Trump rhetoric didn't cause Christchurch shooting, but it sure did invite it. Shameful. And that's just one example of the blame heaped on the president for somebody else's despicable actions. And remember, the Christchurch shooting's response was, you remember the, he had a question and they said, do you support Donald Trump? What was the guy's response to it in Christchurch? His response to that question was, dear God, no. But that never stopped the media from spinning a narrative, of course. They're all about narratives. And yet nothing the Democrats running for president are proposing, short of actually repealing the entire Second Amendment, just striking it from the Constitution, would have stopped this guy from legally purchasing guns before the shooting. The reality is the shooter's skin color, his gender, his weapon of choice, none of that actually matters. There are much more important factors to consider here. For instance, why would somebody just walk into a building and attack their coworkers or fellow classmates, or in some case, complete strangers for no good reason? I mean, maybe we wanna talk about that because the reality is it goes way beyond how he chose to carry out the attack. It, it starts way before that. It starts with the mental state that leads to this kind of decision. Where are we failing as a country that this kind of thing keeps happening? It's not the gun control laws. When media chooses to focus on shootings only when it fits their agenda, that it's just angry white men who are shooters and only they have an ill worth examining, it makes this problem near impossible to solve. Clearly being an angry white man isn't the only qualification for this mass shooting inclination. I, I know, I know CNN and MSNBS, they would love to think so because according to them, angry white men are the majority of Trump supporters. And if it's a Trump supporter, hey, that's another notch in our belt. It's sick that that is how they determine whether something is newsworthy. 12 people dead in Virginia Beach. Was the shooter an angry white man? He was, oh, he was black? Ignore it. One dead in Colorado? Was the shooter an angry white man? Oh no, he was a transgender. Okay, well definitely, definitely ignore that one. One person dies in a synagogue by an angry white male. Oh, and he had a manifesto. Flood the airwaves, cover the newspapers. That's all we're gonna talk about for a week straight. And then even sicker, you have the politicians who are like, oh, hell yeah, another shooting? That means another way to take your guns. Oh, wait, it was a, it was a, a legally obtained pistol? Okay, never mind. Okay, okay, let, let's give a generic response about how we must abolish the NRA, how we must do more. Do more, do more, do what? The only offer politically expedient remedies to the sy symptoms of the toxic environment that pushes people to do something like this. That's what they offer. Banning guns is not gonna stop deranged people from committing mass murders, but that's what they focus on because it's the quickest way to show what these politicians think is courageous, what these politicians think is leadership. 
These events are newsworthy and not just in a way that fits their political agenda. Our country is sick. And rather than looking at what we can do to fix people who have been pushed so far to the edge that they commit mass shootings, the story gets twisted in order to fit a larger narrative that further divides people, or worse, it gets forgotten altogether. And sadly, we will never end this seemingly senseless violence if we refuse to work and expose the honest cause of it. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.